We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character. A woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss. A woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power. A woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned. A woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Hello and welcome to week 16 of the Wise Not Withered Character Showcase. I'm thrilled to present Nardine, our 75-year-old herb tracking navigator. This character was actually the very first one I came up with, and I'm so very happy with how she and the other characters turned out in her story. The writers for this story were Heba from Palestine and me. Nardine's wonderful detailed illustrations were done by Natalia from Argentina. Now, what is an herb tracking navigator, you ask? I'm not sure exactly how I came up with this concept. I had a vision of an elderly woman that has a rare magical ability of diagnosing an illness and identifying and tracking the right herbs to cure it. Not necessarily a past or future setting, Nardine's world is one lacking in technology, but abundant with plants and herbs, animals, particularly goats, and supernatural elements like magic and spirits. Nardine's story, titled Generational Forbearance, was a collaborative effort between Heba and me. The story begins with some tender moments between Nardine and other villagers, including her granddaughter, Amira. The story focuses on the relationship between the two of them. Nardine and Amira both have their sacred herb tracking sense. The woman of the generation in between them, Nardine's daughter, Amira's mother, is named Aliana, and she does not have the herb tracking ability. This creates some tension in Aliana's relationships with both Nardine and Amira. In addition, Aliana's husband, Amira's father, had passed away years prior to the story from a tick infestation. Even though it was not Nardine's fault, Aliana still harbors some resentment toward her mother, the esteemed village apothecary, for not being able to save him. A mysterious plague afflicts many villagers in the story, and Aliana is one of them. She ends up passing away, still visibly angry with her mother and never letting go and forgiving her. The title is Generational Forbearance because one of the main themes in the story is forgiveness, or lack thereof, of parents. We see in Aliana that she never forgave Nardine for things that ultimately were not Nardine's responsibility, Aliana's lack of magical abilities and her husband's death. I wanted to provide this tragic example to show how very sad but very real it is that some people die without ever forgiving people they feel have wronged them in some way. I think resentment towards one f one's family, particularly parents, is probably pretty common across all cultures. It's really up to each of us to recognize that our parents did their best and the mistakes they made are ultimately our responsibility to come to terms with, especially if our parents are no longer alive to discuss deeper matters. The main themes in the story are pretty deep and raw, not unlike those of otherwise not weathered stories, and they resonate especially for me in this time of my life. I was hesitant to post this episode and have been taking a while to write it because I realized that 
There was no way I could not talk about my own mother and how her recent passing ties in so closely with this story. My mother passed away from lung cancer on the end of February, and it was an earth-shattering experience, to say the least. I guess I shouldn't say was, because it still is affecting me nearly every moment of every day. When I first wrote Nardine's story, I tried to write about what it might be like to experience the death of a loved one, and now that I actually have experienced it myself, I have two reactions to what I wrote. First, I am surprised that some of the things I wrote about were absolutely spot on to what I am feeling now. Second, there were a few instances where I thought what I wrote may be a bit too dramatic, but after having lost my mother and experienced this type of grief firsthand, I will not change those parts because the death of a family member really is such a dramatic and life-changing event. Forgiveness of parents and the cycle of life in general are the two main themes of this story. Aliana, as I mentioned earlier, provides an example of an older woman who does not forgive her parents and ends up dying with the pain and resentment still locked in her heart. Nardine, on the other hand, travels with Amira to the source of the plague and must come to terms with some incredibly difficult decisions that her own parents made back 74 years ago when she was still an infant. She discovers she had a twin sister that her parents tragically decided to leave behind because they could not afford to keep both babies. The wrath of the twin sister is what ended up causing the plague, the pain and resentment manifested, that traveled miles and miles across the ocean and rivers to Nardine's village. When I was getting ready to make this showcase, I thought about how Amira and Nardine's relationship may become strained when Aliana dies. I thought maybe I should add in more conflict between the two of them, possibly Amira blaming herself or Nardine for the death of her mom and her dad years ago. I decided later, though, that there was enough conflict between Nardine and Aliana, Amira and Aliana, and closer to the end, Nardine with her twin sister spirit, and adding in more would just feel forced and unnecessary. Besides, in time of grief and uncertainty, it just made more sense to have a solid relationship that never wavers. That's how I feel about my brother right now. While my relationships with other family members somehow became even more strained after my mother's death, I honestly feel like there's nothing that could come between my brother and me. While we are both feeling the intensity of losing our mom, we are able to see only each other and a few other select people during this COVID-19 quarantine. So I wanted to show that strong bond that gets even stronger during hard times. This story has such a special place in my heart, particularly because, as I said before, Nardine was the first Why Is Not With Her character I created almost two years ago now. Nardine's story is so fitting for a video game, and I'm so proud of the parts I added into the story that would be super fun to play. When Nardine and Amira first set off on their voyage, I made a long list of things that Nardine puts into her pack, though I finished writing that list after figuring out what all she was going to do later. Here's one of my favorite parts of the story. Amira, we are in need of your paddling skills after all. The older woman smiled as she handed the oar to the younger woman. Amira nodded, not knowing exactly what Nardine was thinking, but trusting. The direction of the river has changed, but we can still steer our boat to and fro. With her grandmother's directions, Amira paddled their boat to either side of the river, while Nardine reached out and plucked a multitude of reeds and grasses of different lengths and widths. She then broke a handful of twigs and branches off of the dead tree trunks. Nardine sifted through the pile of twigs until she found two that were the same length and shape, bending slightly outward. She carved a small slot in the bottom of each twig, then, using a thin blade of grass, 
She threaded it first through the slots, then around and around, securing the twigs together. From inside her pack, she retrieved a large handful of dandelion stems. She squeezed each stem gently, catching the goopy substance that came out into her hands. Rubbing her palms together, the dandelion goop became a single, thin, elastic piece, which she strung across the top of the twigs in the space that formed as the twigs bent away from each other. Nardine reached into her bag for the stash of small nuts. Bringing her newly crafted slingshot up to eye level, she placed a nut in the spider web, pulled it back, then fling! The nut flew through the air and landed with a plop into the water. As with all of the other characters, too, I could not have flushed out Nardine's aesthetic and personality without the help of the writer and illustrator who contributed to her story and look. So without further ado, first here is Heba introducing herself and talking about her experience writing about Nardine. Hello, my name is Heba Haik. I live in Palestine, in a small city called Gaza, where a lot of conflicts happened in the last decade. I'm married, and I have three beautiful children. I've worked in several fields. Currently, I am a translator, proofreader, and creative writer. I started writing in the age of 13. Most of my writings were about my daily life, and sometimes I would criticize some thoughts and ideas that I didn't like in my society. Each article or topic or small paragraph that I write usually reflects a certain situation, feeling, or person that had impact on me. The most precious articles to my heart are two. The first one called Survivor Lost Within. In this article, I reflected my own experience during the last aggression on Gaza while being pregnant with my third child. And the second article is called Beneath Rabbles Rises Hope, where I talked about a young lady who fought all the misfortunes that she had in her life to achieve her goals. In this story, I wanted to reflect the bright side of my society because worldwide we are not recognized as the peaceful, loving society. When I started writing about Nardine, in my head, I have imagined every single mother and grandmother in my society. Nardine is an example of any grandmother who is willing to do anything for the sake of her family. Nardine is an example because she's a leader and she is willing to do anything to serve her people. A Nardine character. I chose to implant my traditions through reflecting it in her dress, the color of the dress, the colors of the thread that sewed in the dress. While Amira is another example of any granddaughter in my society. The whole story reflects the strong relationship that gather that gathers the families in any Palestinian society. The scenes in the story 
are a collection of my own childhood. The places where I used to spend my childhood. The view of the sea, the view of the boats, the view of the farm, everything is all a combination of a shattered childhood. Because I've always believed that women are capable of doing anything they want. That's why I joined the Wise Not Withered project. The idea of the project is to erase the stereotype of the stereotype image of women all over the world and to show them that women are educated, strong, and can achieve anything they want. The whole experience of the project was amazing and it let me get to know different people from different culture worldwide. And here is Natalia introducing herself and talking about the gorgeous illustrations she made of our protagonist Nardine and her granddaughter Amira. Hi, my name is Natalia, aka Nilo Sart. I'm from Argentina, so I'm really sorry for my English right now. And well, I'm going to try my best. I describe my art style uh, like girls, 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 because like 80% of my work are female characters. And they are everything to me. I, I love drawing women. Also, I love to use gold doing really, really beautiful flowing hair and using pink, blue and violet in my palette because they are my favorite colors ever. I think that one of my favorite pieces are some of the latest uh, works I made with red, black and gold. I'm making a series of mythological creatures and uh, a year ago, almost a year ago, I think, I made a Funchi spirit and I think I used blue, green and pink. That is also a great palette. Also, sorry, a great palette. And it's made with wash and was like super hard because the piece is really little and have so many details. I, I, I don't know why I made that to myself. So, well, they were really difficult to do and I'm so proud of them. And I hope you like these pieces too uh, in the story's work. I really love the story and it made me remember a lot of my granny. Uh, I think Nardine is so like her. I think the story, it's amazing because you have so many depths in the characters and you have so many moments and uh, they are so well balanced. You have bad moments, you have good moments, you have dramatic moments. And think, uh, I think you, you will find yourself loving the characters in the end of the story if you read. And what I love the most about Nardine is that even in a really dark moment, she find she find herself keeping on and doing the next right thing. And I think she's so brave and a lot of people is going to love her for that. I joined this project because I love the idea of representation of older women in the media. 
as a gamer and comic reader, it's really sad to see that 40 plus woman characters are only support or really secondary characters. I think that telling these stories really reflect women and their value. I know I'm going to grow old someday and I hope to be like them, like all these characters and keep doing what I love because you have no limit to do what you love if you are alive. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. I'm a bit slower than usual to get them out right now, but there are indeed nine more characters, so please stay tuned for more showcases.